welcome to the Skin Nerd Podcast, a skin enthusiast dream or a nosy Parker's delight as we delve into women's skincare cabinets one product at a time. So it has been a long time since we have been here. You've been a long time waiting for this podcast. But can I just say, drum roll, please. I have the beautiful Caroline Foran sitting here with me in Nerd HQ. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm so thrilled to be here. I feel kind of nervous that you're my first woman to come in and be an official outsider of our podcast because you are taking over the world with your podcast. Oh God, don't feel that way at all. It's like we're all just making it up as we go along. It's no. fine. <laughs> I, think, and I think it's phenomenal. And can we also, so can, would you like to tell us how fantastic you are or should I read out your phenomenal accolades? Um, I absolutely would not like to tell you how fantastic I am. You can do that <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll enjoy that. You are the original Skin Nerd editor. So obviously Lucy Bennett is also in the room and she is the current phenomenal one, but you were who she oh, had yeah. to. Yeah, so you originally yeah. edited all our newsletters and really I suppose helped us build and grow and the Skin Nerd, my beautiful book with the longest title in the whole wild world. Thank you. <laughs> Still can't remember it all. Shouldn't admit that out loud. Um, but you helped to edit that and yeah. made it, I suppose be understandable to the end user because I yeah. often have all these ideas but find it hard to structure it so mm. thank you and you're very so, much you're that. so in it you know it so well you know the science so well but someone on the street is like huh? So I think I would have just helped to bridge the gap. You did a lot of hey. You yeah. did a lot like, of that. What's that now, Jennifer? But that's how you helped us and yeah. our company. But thank you. But you are the best-selling author of two beautiful books. So tell us about those and what their names are. So my first book was Owning It, um, Your Bullshit-Free Guide to Living with Anxiety. And the second book was The Confidence Kit, Your Bullshit-Free Guide to Owning Your Fear. I'm a little bit now jaded with the whole bullshit thing. So I think we've had a lot of books that are like, yeah, fuck yeah, cursing. I just think that's not necessarily important, but it's about owning anxiety and making it work for you. And then the confidence one is about facing the fear of failure, imposter syndrome, that kind of stuff. And just building your confidence, which is something that we can all do. Confidence is not a personality trait. It's a skill. It's something that you can develop. It's something that your skin can contribute to, as you know yes. well. Um, and then Owning It became uh, a podcast as well. So that was the one you were referring to, which has done really, really well. So um, well. Con- honestly, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, no, it went your to the like, number well. one health podcast in the UK. Uh, and like got into the top 10 in the UK, which like apparently never happens for an Irish podcast. I'm sure yours will though. Well, now we'll offer this absolutely. <laughs> and you're doing a lot of corporate events and emceeing and I suppose being like, a, um, what, what am, I, am I right in saying you're like a mental health activist or do you dislike that phrase? I, you're going to dislike it, aren't you? I don't you? dislike it or like it. I don't really know if I would, I just kind of, I just share what I'm experiencing and people respond to that. And for me, it's a coping mechanism as much as it is putting it out there for my career um, but I would do like I'm writing my third book at the moment and I would do a lot of yeah like I'd get asked to like host events if they're if they're in, in line with kind of what I'm about same as yourself how um, is the third book going is that really hard it's incredibly difficult um, I just honestly feel like I don't know if I have it in me you know your first book yeah, is your whole life's you're work excited. of content mm. to put it in and then your second book you're like oh my god the first one did well how am I going to do that again third book is just that times 10 um, just and no matter what like every time you go to create something new I'm sure you feel this as well no matter how much success you have behind you when it's a new project you're back to completely vulnerability mode and you're like I don't know if I can do this it's all uncharted territory again so it doesn't necessarily get easier when I wrote my first book and perhaps only book who knows I found it quite vulnerable because people are reading thoughts that are in your head and obviously there's facts in there as well but it it is the word vulnerable is completely accurate Mm. but I can only imagine when you're writing about your own personal experience with anxiety that that must be another level of this is an element of me this is so raw it's so real that it's yeah it's scary well it definitely was like back in 2014 when my anxiety was really horrific I remember first putting a post on Facebook because that's what we were 
mostly using at the time and I was so I was like I have to put it out there that I'm not doing okay because I need it to be okay that I'm not okay and I need I need to not pretend to be oh I'm fine and then meet someone out and be like oh god like that would make me more anxious so I for me it was a coping mechanism it's I've always talked to people about my anxiety about any you know I get you get whatsapp messages for me anytime I'm feeling anything I'm like I need to say it to someone so that they say that makes sense and that's okay so for me it's always been more reassuring and more uh, liberating to put stuff out there than not and I'm an incredibly open book so I've never really struggled with what will people think about this because it's just I think what I'm saying is and what I didn't realize was that what I'm talking about so many people like I'm still overwhelmed the amount of people going through similar things or people who are like oh my god I didn't know how to identify that as anxiety or um you know I've had this my whole life and I didn't I felt embarrassed to say it because I felt like it meant I was weak so I haven't had anything but a good reaction for being allowing myself to be vulnerable and I believe and this is something I'm going to explore in my third book that when you're willing to be vulnerable it in a way kind of as an oxymoron makes you invulnerable I suppose because you're comfortable I'm going to use a skin pun Maha. you're comfortable in your own skin so there's yeah. an element where you just you might not be delighted that you suffer with it but it's oh. your reality so if you're facing it and addressing it I wonder in curiosity when you say it to somebody are they often taken aback because they just don't know how to comprehend it and it's possibly that they might suffer but they don't want to have yeah, that think- real conversation people aren't Instagram I love it it's a large part of where our whole business comes from but there's a lot of conversations that are kind of so filtered that people mm-hmm. find it hard to be yeah them. I, th- I think we're getting better like more and more people will say you know if, if they're out oh I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed or they'll, they'll post about it on social media and I think that's amazing like I, my goal is to get to the point where if you were at a dinner party and you would say oh I need to go home I have a stomach bug that you would also say do you know what I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and panicked I'm gonna go without everyone being like huh so for me, it's, it's we're definitely going in the right direction. Some people are probably, if they don't know me, are probably still taken aback at how open, open I am. Yeah. And like, even I had a meeting with a, a coffee maker the other day and I was like, oh, I don't really like caffeine. And he was like, oh, why? And I was like, oh, like, it, I'm quite an anxious person. It makes me really jittery. And he was like, oh, like, he thought like, whoa, she's really sharing. But it's just weird. It's, I don't know what else to do. I actually probably need to find a filter to put on myself because I just share everything. Maybe, maybe it's sometimes too much I don't think so I think there's a way in which you can deliver every piece of information so mm-hmm. I suppose for the coffee maker that's people's reality often yeah. people say don't drink coffee after x time or I feel jittery so you're just yeah. bringing one little step further like, why are you here if you don't <laughs> drink coffee this is very true <laughs> I'm having my latte <laughs> I am curious because the word anxiety and confidence for me are definitely entwined. And from a nerd perspective and in a skin nerd specifically, honestly, if I look at the consultation forms that we have for Nerd Network, so many of our people that are listening now and our, our clients ultimately say, I don't like myself. I don't feel good in myself. I want to help myself. And so they might not say I suffer with anxiety. They might not necessarily be on any medication or anything, but it just seems to be an underlying current with a lot of people that would approach us online. And that's the part that is, it's bittersweet because I love it because you know that you'll be able to help somebody bring them on a journey to feel better in themselves. But then you're also aware, which is outside of my jurisdiction, that it's only a part of the puzzle. But do you find a lot of people would relate their appearance, be it their skin Mm. or their weight or whatever, with... Oh, absolutely. Even even with myself, like if, you know, if I'm, I actually have quite... I've never really suffered with my skin in that, like I've I've never had like bad acne or anything, but when I do get a spot, it's all I can think about and I can feel my confidence in myself just dip so much. And 
you, you know, maybe I don't necessarily link it to anxiety, but like when I start to obsess over it and, and like think I'm, I am creating anxious symptoms in my body and I'm contributing to it. And I think it's a huge factor for people is, is their appearance. And I think it's made even more challenging now because of social media and Instagram. And I make an effort to share photos of myself whether it's stories or videos of me like first thing in the morning looking like shit because I want to be Caroline real. you just got out of bed and I just got out of bed and you do and not I, look like shit I absolutely look like shit you do I'm not so glad this is not filmed if this is what you look like shit then I'll just take that every day yeah and uh but yeah no it's just it's I think it's so important now than ever that people feel like we're looking at things that are so curated and so edited even all the filters you know that you can blur out and like sometimes I'll take a photo of myself and I'll go to filter it I'm like and now I'm trying to just leave it as it is because I want to be comfortable with what I actually see in the mirror. I don't just want to be like, oh, I look nice, that filter. And same with feeling like wrinkles on my forehead, like that's starting to be a source of like, oh, should I do something about that? I want, I don't want to solve the, the wrinkles necessarily. I want to be comfortable with the natural aging process and not that not be a source of anxiety and a lack of confidence. But I think I probably have a lot of self-awareness because of the industry that I'm in and because I work a lot with social media, I'm very aware of those pitfalls. But I think maybe someone who's a little bit more vulnerable or um, concerned with their appearance who maybe isn't as savvy on social media maybe is more um, vulnerable to all of what they see with these superstar, beautiful people, you know. I think it's true. I think that it's hard that like I remember when I joined social media originally I kept trying to hold myself in certain ways and would only like let the left hand side of my face talk to the camera to the point that my friends are like do you have a cre- do you have a creak all the time like is there something wrong with you? I'm like no I just don't like the right hand side. Everyone has a good side but I do think you feel pressure in yourself to kind of comply and interestingly if we put up a social media picture where it's maybe not as beautiful as I don't know, like a Vogue picture, for example, it'll get less interaction because people often go to Instagram, I believe, for escapism Mm -hmm. and they want to have something that's pretty, that's still reachable, but, you know, it's kind of just out of touch. So I find um, from the Skin Nerd perspective, we we kind of struggle with what's pretty enough that's kind of covetable, but not so pretty. You're trying to make it raw and -hmm. real, but those words don't really belong in Instagram. So I think hats off genuinely the fact that you have the whole day you show yourself in and out of bed. You also did, and I watched intensely, you got married. Is Is it a year? coming up next yes no. September 7th will be a year oh my god happy anniversary and we nice. spoke a lot coming up to the your wedding day so were you good with your skin then as a typical bride oh I think I was better with my skin before my wedding than I probably ever have been and for me it was mostly because I was wearing a, a like a bardo style dress and I just, what does bardo mean you know like off the shoulder kind of cut around like your neck and your upper back is completely so, exposed okay, okay. You know all those tops? No, I know what the dress shows. looks like, yeah. but I never heard Bardot before. Apparently oh, yeah, Bridget Bardot wore that style. <laughs> and I I guess when I turned, when I got close to 30, my skin started to just react a little bit. And um, especially on my back and especially with heat. I know we've had lots of conversations about my skin just hates the heat so much. Caroline, my, I know because I felt terrible when I messaged you to ask, would you come and do this podcast with me? You had sent me a photograph of your forehead. Stayed of it. No, it, you had spots and they were getting you yeah. down. And I wrote back saying, your skin doesn't like heat. That was just the best yeah. advice. You've oh no, I was forgotten. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was it. That's all I need. Radio <laughs> now I need you to do a podcast. So I'm going to yeah. reply. No, but your skin, your skin is really reactive and you were like hell bent in the gym coming up to the wedding, if yeah. I remember. Yeah. And your skin just genuinely doesn't like mm, sweat. It doesn't do well with the kind of bacteria that's within it from what no, I can gather. and I didn't realise how much, like I learned a lot about my skin, I guess, coming up to the wedding. And I don't want to talk about my wedding in the sense that it, I was hurtling towards this one event and that was all that mattered. I 
wanted like I started going to the gym a lot more regularly about two years before the wedding because I wanted fitness to be part of my life I wasn't like I went to the gym probably a little bit more before because I was wearing a very slim fitting dress but I wouldn't I really think we need to move away from women feeling that there's this event that they're crashing towards and then all all hell will break loose afterwards so I just wanted to get and you taught me this it's not about like having good skin for one day I wanted to have healthy skin from the inside out um and obviously the skin my skin was showing me that maybe it was struggling with these breakouts and with like oversized pores and stuff and also stress you know as well and actually I, I remember like a couple of weeks before the wedding I started to get like tiny little hives all over my skin I remember you saying this to me and they yeah. weren't itchy and they weren't they weren't really a problem but like I, I noticed they were rising up and I remember I don't know if it was yourself who said to me that because so, I was like I feel fine like I'm not stressed out but even though I sometimes you can have a really good handle on things mentally but your your body will show you in other ways and sometimes my skin shows me you know whether it's a, a like a heat rash or, or little bumps and after the wedding they were gone so I was like it obviously was stress related so I even though I didn't feel stressed it's still a big thing in your life that you're doing it's still a big event you know I think that people's suffer with stress manage stress handle stress have stress but as you say don't even realize it's them until whatever the situation might be please god is removed and then you realize oh my god I was actually a bundle of nerves how did I get myself through this did you use the gym as a means whilst writing the book to keep yourself focused and have like do you use exercise in a way to help with anxiety stress oh absolutely it's for me the way I look at the gym I I think part of it is aesthetic space I think we all go to the gym for, for that reason but also for me it's it's the control so like if you're an anxious person or you're very stressed out we feel it slightly out of control whereas I meet my trainer on a Monday and Wednesday morning at 8am he's amazing and I that's a very set part of my week working for myself so there's an element to control the exercise itself pushes all of the thoughts outside of my head and it teaches me if I can be resilient in the gym and push through I can be resilient outside the gym in my mental health so for me the mental health aspect of exercise is bigger than anything else so it's not necessarily, as you said, for the wedding day or the dress. It's no. actually for you as a human. Yeah. And then the side effect or the benefit is you can feel better in clothes and particularly a day like your wedding day. It's, it's, yeah. it's I've never gotten married, but I'd imagine it's a day that you want to feel good in yourself oh, and you're allowed to. And you're allowed. And I, I, you know, we definitely need to, you know, obviously everyone's being so honest now on social media, which is amazing, but also vanity is part of it and we want to look nice and we want to have nice photos and that's okay as well and we want to have good skin and we want to wear makeup that's not you're not being selfish or you're not being vain for that and I know that you always say that as well that it's not we not we need to stop shaming people for being concerned with their looks because it's it's part of our identity it's part of who we are and of course we need to love what we have and love the way that we're made but it's okay to want to like make things better or improve on things and I think you always bring it back to the health aspect so it's not just aesthetics it's like if your skin is breaking out if you're if you're if you're aging prematurely there's an issue at the core of the skin health so for me that when I got that into my head I was like okay it's more of a holistic thing and I don't also, think that yeah. people, sorry to cut across, I don't think that people see skin as health yet. I think yeah. we're still trying to change how people feel about it. They think it's vanity. But then say, for example, Matthew, my son, he got um, his braces on last week. But that's deemed acceptable. That's okay. But if I mention, which I have many a time on television or at a talk or whatever, that he has a sheet mask once a week, people are like, sorry. And I'm like, so he can get train tracks to help his teeth look better, to give him confidence for the rest of his life. But he can have a sheet mask to help hydrate. And that's weird. And yeah. I think because he's male, particularly yeah, to be honest, 
embarrassed and because he's so young and people are like god you really brainwashed that poor little fecker I'm like that poor little fecker is well loved don't you worry yeah. but it's just it's it's I think it's an unusual one so oh, you're right I really hope that that's what comes across whenever anyone from Team Nerd talks that we're all about inside outside and top and honestly we have I don't know if you remember in the book there's the nerdy diary and mm. we ask people to check in you know how much time do you have to yourself are you sitting too much at a computer are you drinking your water and it's not for us to say I can't believe you didn't drink two liters of water it's just so that people understand that it is a jigsaw puzzle Mm -hmm. and how you are as a walking talking human is more important than if you have a spot but they they do link they definitely do it's the same as I guess for me with the mental health side of stuff it's observing thoughts that you're having behaviors that you have emotions that you have without berating yourself for it but just tracking things and being like okay well when I feel this way I act this way or you know if I drink this much coffee or sugar I can see it in my skin it's not you don't want to scold someone but you need it's, it's education yes and I you said there about stress and how like when you're talking about coming up to your wedding day and how you had what we would call uticaria or hives like swellings mm-hmm. ultimately and I have a management meeting the last Friday of every single month and I have to get a lot of paperwork prepared and kind of psych myself up and I'll be so super duper organized like dot the I's cross the T's stay up late get myself ready because I wouldn't let myself go into the meeting without it mm-hmm. but I always get spots so that mm-hmm. meeting is tomorrow so my back is literally spotty right now because I know that it's coming but yet I feel I'm under control but my yeah. body is saying oh Oh, you're still yeah. not okay I so know. it is it's interesting but I also think you need to allow for your body to express stress whatever way it needs to as well we can't expect and that's like the message of my first book and to a lesser extent the second book it's not trying to not have stress in your life or not have anxiety in it's your life understand it's it. to understand it mm. and to just manage it and to look after it and not like for you to know that if you're having a breakout this is why and it'll settle down after and not to spiral into thinking oh my god this is the worst and then more stress makes it an even bigger tsunami and I suppose this is where education for us in nerd world is, is key so for example if I was a client of myself I would tell myself like I know you love Acumac so mm. I would tell myself to take more day more vitamin A, vitamin yeah. C internally to help the inflammation that's bound to come because you know it or say time in the month I know that if I tweak what I'm taking internally then I'm less likely to get the breakouts that I know are going to happen and I so do, you can play which yeah, is the fun and part I do of think skin. like we're so focused on topical products and I know you do so much about the like skin from within but even like among my friends and they're like having skin issues whether it's stress or, or whatever and I'm like what are you doing on the inside like you're comfort eating with loads of sugar greasy crisps whatever coffees and I still think people haven't gotten it that what you do on the inside affects on the outside and maybe in within the nerd network they're they're finally getting it but some of my friends I'm like what do you like supplement wise they still I'm like so for me that was like a major eye-opener when I realized things like Acumax and the right vitamins from the inside would would show on the outside as well as doing the topical stuff. Caroline Foran, can I just let everyone that's listening know that the only reason you're here today is because I said, I'll pay you an Acumax. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, hmm, I'm in, yeah. <laughs> so Acumax for Acumax. anyone that doesn't know is a supplement, as you said, you take it internally and that's where I really feel, say with spots or breakouts, as we said, stress could trigger it, you know, anxiety could trigger it. Lots of many hormonal factors can trigger it. So just addressing it with something like salicylic acid, full disclaimer, we're obviously going to say Sally cleanse from skin ingredients or I say image clear cell cleanser is amazing. Mm-hmm. But you have to look after the inside and the yeah. outside you have to be aware of it you're not going to mm-hmm. ever stop it yeah but you just have to be aware of it now can I ask you about your skin yes let's get down in and touch so what okay first of all did you cleanse today since you just rolled yourself out yes of I did here. cleanse off me <laughs> <laughs> okay damn and, and the clear cell cleanser but okay. I'm I'm waiting till your Sally's back in so stock clear cell is really good I do love the clear cell do you use the Sally Sonic in the morning yeah we need to have a conversation okay right. I knew I'd be 
trouble. <laughs> give me your hand, I smeg. <laughs> no, so salicylic acid is an amazing ingredient. It helps you feel like really degreased and it's antibacterial, anti-inflammatory. But if you use it in the morning, you are a little bit more sensitive to light. Okay. So I'd be a bigger so fan if of you using saying, it in my time. if I go to the gym to bring the salicylic, I go to the gym in the morning. That's okay, but you're removing it. Mm. Because you're doing okay in that situation, I think it's okay. okay. By and large, I wouldn't, in principle, say to somebody use salicylic as your chosen cleanser in the morning. I'd be a bigger fan of a nighttime version yeah, of it. Okay, but you're okay. diligent-ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, talk to me then about brands. So you're using you. You've always loved Image. I touched your face earlier on, and nice it's sticky. sticky. So you have your Image Aluma there. Is Image a brand that is your go-to? Yeah, it is my go-to, and that's largely thanks to you. Um, I think way back when we did a, a consultation, and you had recommended certain products for me, and I just trust you implicitly. Whatever you you tell me to go out and rub a cow pat on my face, I probably do it. Um, so can I tell you a story about that? So Taro Farrell, you know Taro, yeah. Taro Mua. When I was getting her skin ready for her wedding day, I gave her a supplement shock horror as well as products. And I was like, this is really big terror. Like it's kind of like a horse tranquilizer, but you know, just get, just swallow it. She told people online categorically for about three months that I was like, Jennifer Rock has me, this is my impersonation of you too. Um, Jennifer Rock has me taking horse tranquilizers. They're really good for your skin. I was like, Tara, you oh, cannot oh, tell people that. So thank you for telling me that you need cow powder or put it on your face. You do not, please no, do not. Yes. I'm sure they'll find something in it that's really good for your Probably. skin. Some point. Probably. Um, but yeah, so uh, image I just found really, really effective and it just suits my skin. But also I'm conscious of something that, again, I've learned from you through working on the book is that one brand won't necessarily tick all the boxes for you. Um, so then other brands, uh, Environ would have been one that you would have recommended to me. Are you still me. using it? Um, on and it's, off. Yeah. I, I actually, do you know what happens to me is that I forget, I kind of, I, I get sent a lot of products because I, I'm course. a beauty editor as well, um, which also throws me off because I don't like mixing and matching too much skincare stuff. I like when you find something that works, I want to like see that through for a while. Are you a minimalist? Do you like? Very minimal. So what, like, okay, so every morning, what would you do? You cleanse. So if I'm being really well behaved, I will (laughs) cleanse with the cleanse off mitt and then like with the cleanser. So um, one of them is like, is a probiotic cleanser, the the milk one, which is nice and gentle. Yeah, which is nice and gentle. Um, And then I will put on my SPF, oh no, sorry, put on my serum. So that can sometimes be a Luma. If I'm running out of that, I have a couple of other, I'm trying to think what other brands I have of serum. Um, I think I have a nice This Works serum. I don't know what, oh, yeah, what yeah. thoughts are on them. Yeah. And then um, my go-to SPF, which I finally am doing every day. Can I just say I'm putting my hand up in the air and waving because I'm very proud of you. I know, and it just, it. I know that it's so important, but do you? you still, you still are like, oh, like, do I need it? Because the weather's not great. And Why though? Is it laziness? It's, it's laziness. I'm a lazy person. I want the easiest, <laughs> act, like word. easiest route to just mean like, that's why I didn't put any makeup on today. I'm like, do I have to put makeup on? I'm going to be on audio. Nah, it's grand. Um, so I love. We should have Facebook live this, damn it. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I love the Murad City Skin. Um, which... I love how you say that. Say it again. Murad. Murad. What is it? Murad. Oh, Murad. Murad. It sounds skin. the same. Yeah. I'm just and that. I also love the um the why image. do you like it because it's so light it's really light yeah. and it doesn't fit i don't like anything that feels too thick but you um, like stickiness i like sticky but the but this this um aluma serum is very light okay but i just like it it's not it's more like a tackiness okay is that the right word yes you're right um, I'm but i also like the image uh the yellow <laughs> spf the, the matte 32 yeah now i mistakenly one time i think i was sent it or else i bought it the oil one 
And remember I went the away. The spray? No, it was like there's an oil version and there's an oil free version. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. And then I went away to like a really hot country and I was slapping that on me <laughs> everywhere. And my skin was in an absolute rag order. And oh, no. I was like, Jennifer, what do you have to do and give me this like oily one? It was and you're like, I definitely never ever would have prescribed that to you. And I was like, maybe I must like got confused with the bottles because they look the exact same. They do. So now they I do. know. I, and so that has kind of made me be a little bit wary of oils. Okay. Um, which I don't know if I need to be. I guess because if I'm prone, my on my forehead, uh, it seems to be from the middle of my nose to the left, pores are just like craters there, and I don't know what it is. And on this side, it's completely fine. So I don't like to lash on anything that's too like gloopy. And I know it's it's just the texture that kind of worries me. Uh, so like I've got beautiful like oil serums and stuff, and I'm just afraid. Apart from the Aluma, I'm I'm wary that things will just like fill up those pores. And as a beauty editor, you got sent crazy amount to the house. Yeah. So how do you decide? Like how do you write about something if you haven't tried it? Do you read the ingredients? Do you? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't really write about something unless I tried it right. and liked it. But I could like when I was I was doing a beauty column with the Sunday Business Post, and you can write about things such as this is the new apparently the cult product. Yes. This is what. But I won't so trend say, driven. Yeah. Like what's <clears throat> coming more so than I love? Yeah. It, I but if I'm it, saying yeah. I love something, it's you know I really have tried it. I wouldn't. I just think that um, integrity and authenticity is so important. Um, so, but I, I recently was sent this beautiful oil, like a kind of a, like an elixir kind of oil by New Naya. It's like, the oh my God, I love the lady that, oh, yeah. she's so, she's so much amazing. Respect. She's yeah. incredible. Um, Gigi, is it? I love it now, but what I'm doing is I'm kind of putting it on like my, my cheeks and like on my neck and well, I can never say this, decolleté, decolleté, but I'm afraid of putting it on my head just because of my pores. I prefer to like almost leave that feeling a little bit dehydrated. <laughs> Okay, so that's I I totally get it. I think the thing with oils, it depends on the type of oil. So some oils will be what they call comedogenic, which means that they can give or more likely to give you blackheads than the ones that have certain ingredients eliminated that are then what we call non-comedogenic. But that particular oil, in my experience from having spoken to her at length, doesn't cause blackheads okay. or breakouts. But you should always just check it. And oils mm. for you because you have quite an oily forehead, you don't need to use an awful lot of oils on the regular. Like no. once or twice a week would just okay, be sufficient. Yeah. And you could perhaps mix in a small amount with example your Aluma so that you're not making it a full oil and mm. you're still getting the kind of yeah. texture that you like from and your that Aluma. that new Naya product actually I like to use as part of my nighttime ritual more as a wellness thing because yes. it smells like something that will send you <clears throat> don't know why I'm going all croaky will send you off into like a spa kind of vibe. Do you like pressure point or massage yourself like if you like minimalist do you take time while doing it like it's cleansing like and then your cleanser is um, off or do you enjoy the process? If I have time if I make an effort to go to bed before I'm really tired <laughs> yes it'll be part of my kind of ritual Does Barry look at you like you've lost the flash oh, like, oh no he's worse than me like, really he, yeah oh my go god Barry. he is like he's he's robbing my image stuff all the time especially <laughs> the vitamin C because um, it smells good but he's got very dry skin and actually he like because of working on the book with you I you know he's very interested in the science stuff as well and I'm like it's not you're not just being like oh girly by putting on your serum <laughs> or whatever so he's sort of coming around to it now but I have to basically put it on him right like he's like put massage me now so I do like a little I probably look after his skin better than I do my own this is like wife of the year material but like warm so around like, do yourself like, but I, I don't know what it is it's like a maternal thing where when I see his skin being really dry I'm like I need to help you I need to fix it and he's like stop picking at me um but yeah do you pick his spots 100 does he get spots on his back poor he Barry he doesn't get enough he did not want like, to be he gets today. the odd if if he gets a spot on his back or anywhere I'm like honestly like I'm like a fucking demon he's like you need help 
And I just, I don't know what it is. Like, I love those YouTube videos. No, do you I watch Pimple Popper? Obsessed. I love, like, watching sis oh, be removed. I love, I don't know what I it can't. is. My, my brother is the same. We're just like, yeah, give it to me. You're not normal. And I know I'm not normal. It's, and Barry's like, you're an absolute freak. Um, but, like, if he, loves he, you. if he has a spot, and, like, honestly, I almost, like, trade him. I'm like, I'll clean up if you let me I'll do this. trade him? Yeah. Like, what a house tour. Like, no, I'll just be like, what can I do for you to let you? He's like, so if... So you're telling me that if you if I let you pick this one tiny spot, you'll make dinner for the next five days. And I'm so crazy, mum, that I'm like, yes, I'll do whatever. And then do you actually, do you do that for the next five days? No, I don't. Oh, okay, I forget really. it. Once the kind of, once the hysteria calms down, I'm like, what? I didn't say that. Um, but I am, I'm I like, and I know I shouldn't. I know I don't pick them with myself. How does that make it any better? You're still inflicting pain on a poor human. I just don't understand the cyst ones. And on Instagram, if I open a DM at night, people send me videos. And then part of, like, I actually, I think people think because oh I'm into skin that I'm me. going to. No, I just don't think anybody should watch them. Like, they're literally, like, they're the size of a bald man's head oh, coming yes. out of someone's shoulder. Oh I'm like, God. how is this something anyone would want to see? I don't I understand. Actually, like, I've had moments where I've been annoyed at him when he said, oh, I had a really big spot and he got rid of it himself. And I'm like... How could you do that to me? <laughs> but his skin, he doesn't really get many any spots now. So like when he gets one, it's like a rare treat for me. Did I tell you that for my 30th birthday cake, I had the cross section of a skin diagram and then one of the sides. So like you, we, you're able to extract the spot and custard came out. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I That's the most that exciting cake, cake I've ever had. Yeah. Oh my God. When is the last time you used a wipe on your face, Caroline, for and look me in the eyeballs? I do not use wipes on my face because you said that they are the devil's spawn. Fantastic. And when so, is the last time you used it? A wipe? Yeah. Um, what have I... I I can't like honestly about two three years so since we've met yeah honestly I don't I love you yeah but I used god I used to be so bad I used to sleep with my makeup on and everything because I never got the last time you did that oh like I will not even if I'm absolutely like plaster drunk I'll take it off or I'll make Barry take it off me so I'd say (laughs) there's a lot of like crossing over like you rubbed his face and you take your makeup off (laughs) I'd say I'd say it has especially approaching my late 20s 30s there was like no way I was going to you'd wake up with like in five new wrinkles um, and spots it's not even so. that I just don't think you ever feel clean the next no, day and I'll, do you know, know if you have a shower you're just like no do you know dirty. I'm going to tell you and you probably think this is crazy but you know I'm really into interiors and yes. home gaff, gaff interiors gaff, gaff. Is, is my other baby how did we not explain this at the beginning <laughs> it's not necessarily relevant to skin except for this oh. way so when I bought my house and I uh, the most beautiful house thank by you. the by love your kitchen um, and you know, started investing in all these really nice stuff. I owned everything, so I had to take care of everything. Whereas my parents' house, I was like, whatever. What? Yeah. Um, so like buying, I buy like really luxurious bed sheets because I spend so much of my time in there. Thank you. I just think that's the most common. That's I said this before. I have really expensive bed because all I do is work and sleep. Oh, 100%. So it's like, the one thing you need to invest in. But because I was investing in such good sheets myself, no way am I going to wake up with that covered in fake tan and foundation and <laughs> mascara. So to be honest, one of my main motivators for taking it off is, my, is protecting my bed sheets. I told you before about my Jesus Christ test that my mom actually has, re- has told me that she's banned me from talking about but for the purposes of today, I'm going to talk about mm. it because it's, well, blasphemy is allowed now, isn't it? I'm joking. <laughs> so like, okay, so when you wash your face, I always use white towels. I don't have any other towels in my house. Yeah. So that when you then check to see when your face is dried, you will always oh. have like foundation in your hairline, <laughs> in your ear, like all across your decollete, which is basically the posh way to say above your boobs. Yeah. Um, and that, or mascara or lip liner. Mm. 
Oh, did we not? Did we not put that in the book as well? I think we did. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> and just scratched. But I, when I used to teach people to become beauty therapists for Sedesco, which is the highest qualification you can get, we had to, as a as a tutor, getting them ready for the exam, you'd have to go around with a cotton bud, like an actual bud. Bud. Mm-hmm. I appreciate now you should get sustainable versions. And literally, like friction in here in your chin, around the corner of the nose. Nobody cleans properly. No, Nobody. I don't think so. And now, like I like having a shower at night because I'll get really in there and do like a double or a triple cleanse whatever triple well I mean probably water being the first one okay and then the cleanse off mitt and then like a nice very else. good very good yeah. the thing is people are oh like actually exfoliating their skin within an inch of their life when because like the clarisonic phase and oh yeah people were just actually threw that in the bin the other day but people and they're good if they're used Oops. right <laughs> I must take <laughs> it out of the bin maybe don't it's not distorting now but like your cleanse off mitt fine and then your cleanser fine and then people use acids and then they use mechanical exfoliators like the clarisonic I'm like holy mother of Jesus you are supposed to have skin left yeah no and that's another thing I mean everything I know about skin is because from you but I wouldn't go near my skin now with an actual abrasive exfoliator and I know they're making them like illegal now with the plastic beads and stuff but I used to think that you had to be like you know sanding your face down to get an exfoliation and uh, and you know what since I've stopped using those kind of exfoliators my skin is not dry anymore I used to have very 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 dry skin and so now I understand that exfoliators like acid exfoliators can are more gentle and they don't sound the word acid sounds scary but it's not it's not that way um so yeah I've definitely I think getting older um has made me more appreciative of my skin and suddenly aging is a concern where before I wouldn't have you don't think you're ever going to get older because I never got spots I was like if I could eat chocolate all week and not take my makeup off and I still will have the same skin so I didn't have respect for it and then when I started to get issues I was like hang on this isn't just going to be a sure thing all your life you're going to have to look after it um, and even going for things like facials I never would have done Actually, are you good at going for facials? no I'm not very good you at it you were last year I was good last year I was going to renew yeah, and I was doing good. some peels and they terrified me because I did the word peel sounds like the word acid yeah but it because I did after the second peel I my skin looked like I'd been beaten up for a few days and I I didn't know something was wrong um so did you have needling in the end no no just the peels no I did the peels but I also did laser on some of the little veins around the nose um but then we also did like specific peels like because of my forehead we did more like an acne lift peel there and then we didn't need to do that here on the cheeks because I wouldn't really get breakouts there so it was kind of more bespoke can Um, I just say that the beating up effect was normal like I know but not everybody has it but we were going like gun ho for your skin for some people you can be more progressive you're like no we'll just do it nice and softly yeah but I was like even like with the Acumax like I know it's never going to be like an overnight thing and I would recommend that to my friends who have breakouts and it's like you're going to have to wait eight weeks perhaps before you see anything so I know like our skin is so slow to um, react and And so sometimes like I could have breakouts and think oh I ate chocolate last night maybe that's from chocolate a while ago you know well, or something like that I often find so say for example I don't know people always use exam times as an example yeah. but let's say it's your junior cert right mm-hmm. so often it's the month after that you'll feel it yeah. because how you were at that time it takes 28 days for your skin to almost respond so and sometimes you know, it's a month later so you're and right it's the same with anxiety actually it comes up a lot where people feel that you know like when you get sick at Christmas and because you finally let your body relax, relax yeah. so people say okay so they, they have um, something really traumatic that they go through and their body is we have to be there for her we have to get her through this and you're fine you're like wow I actually coped really well much much further down the line you, people start to experience really bad anxiety and they're like no but I was fine then so I don't know what this is it's like a delayed reaction because your body and your skin I guess is trying to be there for you through something stressful it's in protection flight mode or flight. and yeah, then when, when it calms down it's like oh now we can bring all this to the surface 
literally and emotionally. Yes. And now we have to deal with it. Can I ask you what is the worst thing you've ever done to your skin? And sleeping in it doesn't, sleeping in makeup, sleeping in your skin, sleeping in your makeup doesn't count and wipes Some don't best. count. Oh God, okay. When I was younger That's the end. Thank you so much for <laughs> But yeah. I think it, there's so much more awareness now. Interestingly, unfortunately, they're kind of back on the rise. Are they? There was a period, yeah. How can wasn't. that be true? Like, do you know, know so much about them? I went to a trade show last year in Italy and there was, have you ever heard of Cosmoprof? It's like the, no. the main beauty place to go to. And it's like, it's like an actual city. It's so large. Like, yeah. obviously that's quite dramatic. But the RDS size, like, you know, the normal mm. RDS, they were full of sunbeds, like the different types. So curiosity, because I just think I have to go research. I went in, I was talking to them and like, they just, it's just a different world. It's just, I'm like, so can I just ask how you feel about sunbeds? Do you not feel that you're potentially increasing the chance of people having skin cancer? And they're like, no, no, you know, you'll have a lovely olive skin. Oh, so, but look, I just, there's so much education out there and there's lots of blogs on the website. Again, yeah, it's have, education have and I didn't have it. And I was like, in, my, in what I thought made sense was when I was maybe in my very, like late teens, early twenties, I was like, oh, I've, I always kind of burn in the sun. So I'll do a couple before I go away, to prepare give that, myself yeah, a base. Yeah. And then, then I'd get home and I'd be like, I'll do a couple to maintain it. Now I never yeah. did them like consistently. Um, and I wouldn't go near them anymore. I did. I remember I had Matthew. Did you? He just turned oh, 18. So glad. <laughs> I'm a human. Yeah. Um, I just had turned 18. I hadn't started going and studying beauty or skin or anything yet. And I just felt like shit. Like, so myself and Matt's dad had just broken up and I had weight on and I was the palest human ever. And I was like, how am I going to get someone to marry me in the future? Because mm-hmm. I'm like a single mom at 17. So, um, yeah, I went to Chartbusters. <laughs> Everyone in the country went to Chartbusters. And I burned the bejesus out of myself. I lied and said, that I could go on the longer setting or whatever it was because there's no traceability you could have no. said that you're in the I don't know up the road yeah. so I did I burned the bejesus out of myself and that scared me yeah. Um, that scared me so yeah I think everyone has possibly when well what am I 34 I think at this age you didn't re- you didn't have the awareness when we were 18 yeah. 19 and if you did you were too young to care you thought that 30 was ancient and 50 yeah, just, was a dinosaur and 70 was you, are, so you just didn't care you think that you are immune to everything that mm. could ever happen to you you know you think skin cancer oh that'll be something I'll deal with when I'm 50 if even but I think there's also an element of you just don't think it'll ever happen to you it'll always yeah. happen to somebody else yeah exactly and I still think I think in a way we have to think that way in order to get through every day yeah because if true. you sit there thinking oh well, the whole world's going to fall down on top of me you probably won't get very much done um but I do think it's yeah it's just education and there's so much education there now and, and you and your business and what you've done has been like such a massive massive part of that for skin thank you skin I just think it's education I think that's what we always try to like represent is that if someone came to me and said I use wipes I use sunbeds I do whatever like we're not there to be like oh my god or I smoke we're not there to like giving in yeah. we're just going to try our absolute best to educate you as to why it's not the best decision for you and then work around whatever it is that you decide to do so mm. it's it's a long term yeah so I have a word that I'd like for you to guess what it is oh my god so this is a skin word and you have to just pretend like you just tell me what it is okay. so the skin word is telangiectasia okay it's so it's something in your skin it's a reaction that happens when you uh, are exposed to the sun <laughs> it's broken capillaries oh I, God, I should have known that because I because I, I had to spell that in your book broken capillaries oh, yeah. I so next really time wrong. you talk you need to talk about your telangiectasia okay say it oh, again say telangiectasia it. very good and what's this other thing that I have? Keratosis pilaris. Keratosis You're rubbing pilaris. the back of your arm. Yeah. Do you know what I did find for my keratosis pilaris on my in. legs? <laughs> um, when I was getting laser hair removal, that helped 
my keratosis pilaris is that a thing keratosis pilaris is ultimately the like, your hair plug and your skin are almost how do you describe it like almost two stuck together okay so when you're helping your hair you're going to help your skin they do uh, they tend to be side okay. by side that's why if you're using a lot of vitamin a people find that say for example if you use high levels of retinol around your mm. eyebrow and then you get it waxed you'll be quite tender because your hair and your skin if you think about it pull up the hair on your arm yeah although i have shaved every single piece of hair on my have arm have you lately. yeah because i had laser years ago i actually lasered my hairline did you? Yeah, because I used to have a McDonald's hairline. So now the skin in here is an awful lot. Oh my God, I would like need to get more hair put in my hairline. <laughs> we're never happy. No, sure we're never that. happy. I know. But I am, I am happy and I'm grateful for the skin that I have. And I respect it more now than I ever did. Love the skin that you're in. Yeah. Caroline Ford. The beautiful woman that you are. Thank you for coming into Nerd HQ. Thank you. Honestly, you're phenomenal. You are an inspiration. Oh my I think, god! No, but I do. I think how raw, real, how much reality you bring, and you don't ever mention Gaff. Like you're such a successful woman and a journalist. I'm sorry, Gaff is my other baby. Yeah. I just feel like it's a Joke little bit separate you. to like the mental health no, stuff. It's you. It's yeah, you. It's me. Yeah. We're here to talk to you. Um, but thank you for always being an advocate of us and being honest and real in your journey. And thank you for teaching me how to run a podcast. Yeah. So stay tuned. Thank you for everybody that listened, and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Skin Nerd Podcast. Make sure to follow us so you don't miss any juicy skin confessionals. For more information on our very own skincare range, Skin Ingredients, do visit us on skingredients.com or for personalized skin advice, join the Nerd Network. Visit www.theskinnerd.com forward slash online skin consultations and use ooh, the code PODCAST10 for 10% off Nerd Network membership. Speak soon.